بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. The Jum'ah Khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'ah Khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid Seminary. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah alladhi hadana lihaza wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala Sayyidina Muhammadin miftahi babi rahmatillah. Adana ma fi ilmi la salatan wa salam min daimain bi dawami munkillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Wa sharunahu Allahu alladhi la ilaha illa Allah. Wahdahu la sharika ra. Ilahan wahidan wa rabbin shahidan wa nahanuhu muslimun. Wa sharunahu Sayyidina wa habibana. We have in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the greatest reminder of all. And indeed, one of the names of the Qur'an is al-dhikr. It is the reminder of all reminders for human beings and all admonitions that we can take. The greatest reminder of all is in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unveils for us reality in his book. And if you open your heart to it, it will shatter all illusions. It will shatter all delusions, all of the various types of oham and manifestations of fanciful imagination that cover the heart of the individual, if you read the Qur'an attentively, with presence of heart, recognizing that the Lord of the heavens in the earth is addressing you, knows everything about you, your past, your present, the moment that you are in, in your future, your outward, your inward, <coughs> your thoughts and your deeds and everything else related to you. And in his book, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us about the inevitable nature of death, something that we all know, and speaks about it in multiple places in his book. And he, at one point, will tell us that this is something that every single one of us is going to taste. Kullu nafsin mawt. Every soul will taste death. Every soul will experience death. Mawt. He doesn't just tell us that we're going to die. He says that we're going to taste death. And every single one of us will be in that moment where we take our last breath. And oh, 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 how we're going to regret so much of what we did during our life. When either we go through the pangs and throes of death or that we experience sudden death. Oh, 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 how all of us are going to regret so much of what we've done in our lives. But this is the blessing here on this day of Jummah. And every single moment that Allah Ta'ala extends our life, it's an opportunity for us to repair, to get things right to rectify our current state, 
and thus rectify the past. Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Ali Imran, Every soul shall taste death. And you will only receive your full reward on the day of judgment. Good for what you did, good, and evil for the evil that you did. You will only receive your full reward on the day of judgment. Yes, <clears throat> doing good here in this world helps us in a worldly sense. Yes, doing wrong here in this world tarnishes how we experience the dunya. But ultimately, full requital is for the day of judgment when we stand before him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarifies to us the reality that should be at the forefront of our minds, at the forefront of every decision that we make. Whoever is spared from the fire and is admitted into paradise will indeed triumph. This is the meaning of foes. Foes is success, just as you could also translate the word <coughs> falah as success. This is success according to the Lord of the heavens and the earth. And this is the success according to the way a believer views this world and the hereafter. This is how you and I must view success. There will be millions and millions and even billions of people that appear to attain success here in this world. But in that moment, if they are not spared from the fire on the day of judgment, what is their success really worth? What is it really worth if it leads to that descending ranks, descending degrees, darakat in the fire, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and preserve us. But this is helpful, is that when we see the zenith at hayat dunya, the adornments of this world that call us to something, that lure us into its trap, this really helps. When you're walking through places like Times Square or you are watching commercials, in the living room of your own home. Being aware of this reality, having reflected upon it with tadabbar, with deep reflection, will help you in that moment. Listening to the words of the true inheritors of the Prophet ﷺ, who clarify to us what reality really is and what we need to be doing now. This helps us in that moment where we're tempted to sin, where we're tempted to fall short in fall to the grip of our own nafs in the whisperings of shaitan. And then Allah Ta'ala tells us about the nature of this dunya. dunya illa And the life of this world is no more than the delusion of enjoyment. It is deception. No matter what it is that we receive from this world, it is a small amount and we are going to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we're going to be judged for everything that it is that we do in another place in his book subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala commands his prophet say O prophet the enjoyment of this world is so little whereas the hereafter 
is far better for those mindful of Allah, for the people of taqwa, clarifying to us the nature of this world. This is something that we all know as believers. But on special days like this, the blessed day of Jumu'ah, we want to reflect deeply. Perhaps something will go beyond our ears and start to penetrate into our hearts. Perhaps when it penetrates into our heart, then the way we think and our behavior will start to change. This matter ultimately is one of transformation. We don't want to just stand up here and parrot verses of the Quran or quote a hadith of our Prophet without at least attempting, struggling to live their reality. This is the nature of this world, is that it is qalil, the mata'ad dunya, the enjoyment of this world, everything that is that we experience, all of its various pleasures. Allah is saying it's qalil. Even if you are one of those few billionaires that have so much and have so much flexibility and can do so many different things, even if you're able to build a space station, even if you're able to that take people up into space that are not trained astronauts, all of that is qalil. Even if you own your own island, whatever it is that you have, Allah Jalla Jalalu is saying it is qalil. And the akhirah is khair. This is what is better for us, but the only people who are going to recognize that are the people of taqwa. And taqwa is active. This is something internally that we have made a decision to try to be upright and to sift through the various thoughts that we have as human beings and to only do what is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ideally only do what is most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then the reality is we know that we will do all different types of things despite our attempt at taqwa. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلَا تُذْنَمُونَ fatila." And none of you will be wronged the thread of a date stone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his book is that he speaks about different parts of the date stone. And he speaks of the fatil and the naqir and the qitmir. The qitmir, if you go home and pull out a date seed from the fruit, the date itself, that you will see a small little covering that it is wrapped in. This is a qatmir. And then you will notice is that there's a little trough on one side of the date. And in it is also a small little covering that looks like a candle wick. That is the fatil. That small amount of skin that's even smaller than the covering that is surrounding it is in the little trough of the date stone itself. That is a fatil. And if you would sell someone that I'm say to someone, I'm selling that various fatils from dates after Juma, would you like to buy a fatil? What is it really worth? It is a metaphor for something that is totally insignificant. We throw it away with the date stone. <clears throat> and oftentimes we try to avoid eating it, even though it doesn't really have much of a taste. But Allah Ta'ala is saying to us, Wala tudlamuna fatila. And none of you will be wronged, even the width of the thread of a date stone. 
you will be given full measure for everything that it is that you do. Good for good and evil for evil. No one, no matter what it is that they've done, even if they think that they've that been unjustly dealt with by their Lord, billah, here in this world, on the day of judgment, when it's all plain and clear and we are seeing it right before our eyes, <clears throat> everybody will know true reality. And they will know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his mercy has outstripped his wrath. And anything that it is that he dishes out to us from his justice, actually, we deserve much worse than that. Were it not to be for his mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is why we ask him, tabarak wa ta'ala, for his mercy. And we ask him to avail us and to forgive us of our sins. And in another verse where he also mentions fatila, Allah says in Surah Al-Isra, Beware of the day we will summon every people with their leader. Everyone will be summoned with their leader. And this first and foremost relates to the prophet that was sent to people in any given time. And we know that there was, we don't say this with absolute certainty, but their ind indication, there's narrations that indicate there were 124,000 prophets, and Allah knows best the exact number. Think of the number of prophets that were sent to all different peoples throughout the course of history. These lands in which we live, there were prophets. On every continent, there were prophets. There were prophets sent to all people. And everyone will be raised with their leader. And the people who did not follow prophets will be raised with those whom they followed. They will be raised with those whom they followed. And then within the various prophetic communities, you will be raised with those who, when you live in their time, you follow them. So that if you're from the community of the Prophet Muhammad as we are, who are our teachers? Who are imams? Who are the people we are following? These are the people we are going to be raised with. And if we're following the right people, as we should, Yom Qiyamah, inshallah ta'ala, is going to be a source, even though it's difficult for everyone eventually, of great sa'ada, of felicity for us. Who are we following? Who are our teachers? Who are we connected to? Think about how people maneuver in the world to get connections. And anyone that's been to an elite school knows that it's all about connections. It's not even so much always about the diploma from that prestigious university as it is who you're now connected to after. And all of those meetings and everybody that you meet. And if you're not another that bullet point on someone's CV, they don't tend to care about you too much. But if you are, ooh, they're going to be very close to you. All the maneuvering that takes place in a worldly sense and what people want from the life of this world, who are we connected to? And what are we willing to do <coughs> to connect to the people of Allah, the righteous folk? What are we willing to do to travel to connect to the great scholars of this religion and to sit at their feet and learn from them? what it is that we need to prepare for the meeting with our Lord. 
Beware of the day we will summon every people with their leader. So whoever will be given their kitab, their record, their book in their right hand. They will read it happily. And will not be wronged even the width of the thread of a date stone. But whoever is blind to the truth in this world will be blind in the hereafter and even far more astray from the right way. This is the nature of this dunya. People have physical eyes, but if you don't see the truth with your heart and your mind, you are blind. It is as if that you are dead and steeped in darkness. If we are blind here in this world, there will be consequences in the hereafter. And the decisions that we make now will play out when we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the next world. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, Alam tara illadhina yuzakkuna anfusuhum, balillahi yuzakkiman yasha. Have you, O Prophet, not seen those who falsely elevate themselves? Is it Allah who elevates? It is Allah who elevates whoever He wills. And none will be wronged even by the width of the thread of a date stone. And this is why when we speak uh, highly of someone, it is customary amongst the people of Allah to say, Only Allah knows who truly are the people of taqwa. And the awliya only know, are the only ones who truly know the awliya. You could say, He seems to be a very pious person, but none of us truly know who the awliya of Allah are. And actually, the vast majority of them were you to see them that you wouldn't even think that they are awliya. You wouldn't even think that they are special. The vast majority of them, you would be so preoccupied with their human side, you might not be able to see their khususiyah. And those are the awliya. Let alone the Ummah of our Prophet Every single member of the Ummah of our Prophet has a khususiyah. They have a special quality, a special property, something that is special about them. In some way, they are taking part in the collective preservation of the Sunnah of our Prophet And this is what we should look for. This should be our methodology. You could focus about the 99 things wrong with them if you want but then you would be very unintelligent. Or you could have a methodology of having to deal with those things that are not so good about them and try to see the good in them and benefit from it. This is what our teachers used to teach us when there would be a collective handshake after Salat al-Fajr and after Salat al-Asr every single day. Because when you shake someone's hand and you send salams to them, is that anything that you have in your heart for them, if you're sincere, it goes. And this is why we don't want to have in our heart, anything in our heart for anyone. Get it out immediately. And there's practical mechanisms that the ulama put in place for this. But if we were to realize the reality at hand, we would prepare more now for what is to come. And our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, this is not about what you think don't conjure up this image that you are something special. And this is why he says also in Surah Tanisa, Laysa bi amani kum wala amani ahl al kitab. 
divine grace is neither by your wishes nor those of the people of the wor- of the book it doesn't happen the way that you want it to happen allah gives to whom he pleases he chose that the prophet muhammad being the heart of an anbiya and mursaleen there's certain people from the prophet's ummah that he will make righteous people he knows where to place his risala there are certain families in different places that protect the frontiers of sacred knowledge this is allah tabaraka wa ta'ala's affair and you and i need to have adab and etiquette where he has placed his favor subhanahu wa ta'ala it doesn't come as we want it to come all we can do is to work on our own selves man ya'mal su'an yurza bih whoever commits evil will be rewarded accordingly wala yajilluhu min dunillahi waliya wala nasira and they will find no protector nor helper besides allah waman ya'mal min as-salihati min dhakarun unta wa huwa mu'minun fa'ulaika yadkhulun al-jannata wala yuzlamuna naqira but for those who do good whether male or female and have faith will enter paradise and were never be wronged even as much as the speck on a date stone the naqir is even smaller than the fatil if you turn the date over the date seed over on the opposite side of the fatil you will see a small little speck like a dot on the back of a date seed in allah tabaraka ta'ala is saying is that they will never be wronged even as much as the speck on a date stone this is there for you and i to be very careful about what it is that we do <coughs> to be aware of our actions everything matters even things that we deem to be small might not be small in the sight of allah tabaraka wa ta'ala they might be great for good or for evil so we need to be careful and we are taught to never belittle any good deed and never ever also to belittle any bad deed <coughs> and to respect people and to learn to see what is good in people and to build bridges and to build that strong foundations with our families in our communities so that we can worship Allah Ta'ala as he deserves to be worshiped and to put these meanings into practice and meet him in a good state may Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq wa qul qul hatha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'i muslimin fastaghfiruhu fa inna ghafurur rahim الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين وافضل الصلاه واتم التسليم على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اجمعين واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمد رسول الله اما بعد يا عباد الله اني موصيكم ونفسي اياي بتقوى الله ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد ورضي الله تعالى عن سادتنا الخلفاء الراشدين ابي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعلى جميع اهل بيت رسول الله المطهرين من ارجاس وعلينا معهم فيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات 
المسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات يا أول الأولين يا آخر الآخرين ويا ذا القوة المتين ويا الراحم المساكين ويا أرحم الراحمين أنجزنا رحمة من عندك نسعد بها في الدنيا والآخرة we ask our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us to be people of taqwa and bless us to be aware of our actions. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to put forth while we're here in this world the most beloved and the very best of actions that we can possibly put forth. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and enabling grace whereby which all acts of goodness are facilitated from us so that we follow in the footsteps of those who came before us, who entered into paradise from the door, every door of every good that can be done. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and to preserve us and to grant us afia, well-being, and good health and bless us to be able to dedicate ourselves solely to draw near to him subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of our different states and everything that is that we do. Awakumullah, nasurukumullah, inna Allah ya'mar bil'adi wal-ihsani wa ita'i dhal-qurba wa yanha'an al-fahshai wal-munkir wal-baghi ya'idhukum la'alukum tadhakkarun udhkurullah razim yadhkurkum wa ashkuruhu ala ni'mi yazidkum wa radhikurullahi akbar Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.